Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Ashley O Show. I'm excited that you guys are here for this week's episode because this one's going to be a little bit different. It's just about pulling back the curtain and being a little bit more transparent about this phase of growth that I'm in. And I think that this is relevant for all of us because with social media being so popular, with all of these apps and different platforms that we can be on, we see a lot of people's perfectly cultivated life. We see what people put forth on social media and we often don't get to see what happens behind the scenes. And that can make us feel like our lives are flawed. We can look at other people, see that they have it all together or we think that they do. We see all of their photos and their clean houses and their careers all figured out and their message is perfect and whatever it is, they have a billion followers or they have this many clients or their business is great or they've you know, gotten promotions in healthcare or they've gotten the unit that you really want. We see all of this all the time, but we don't often get to see all the shit that it takes to get to that point. We don't get to see the messy behind the scenes. We don't get to see the nights that they're crying on their bathroom floor because they have no idea what they're doing. We often just don't get to see this side because social media only shows the perfectly curated content. So I think it's really important for the content that we consume for there to be a little bit of transparency at the very least. I intend to be a whole heck of a lot of transparency. I want you to see this life. I want you to see the ups and the downs, the good and the bad, the confusion. I want to be honest. And that is what this podcast has always been. We may have changed the main focus. We may have changed some of the content. We may not be talking specifically about like nursing skills anymore, but at the end of the day, I've always tried to be as honest as I possibly could here. I've talked about my doubt. I've talked about being confused about the career that I chose. I talked about feeling like a fraud. I talked about feeling like a hypocrite. I talked all about those really hard feelings that I think so many of us feel, but we just don't want to talk about it. So that's really the biggest intention of a podcast like this one is that we just have a lot of these hard conversations, that we're honest with each other, that we don't pretend that we have it all figured out. Because I'm going to tell you, I freaking do not. And I'm sure that's very clear at this point. (laughs) If you've been here for any amount of time, you have heard so many pivots, so much confusion, so many times that I've changed my mind. And that's part of this. That's life, isn't it? But we don't highlight that a lot. It's seen as weird. It's seen as inconsistent. It's seen as flaky when in reality, it's just me experimenting with the game of life. And I'm sure you have done the same thing. So today, I really just want to kind of tell you what's going on because I'm in 
a really confusing and strange phase of this journey. And so I want to talk about it a little bit so you guys know what's going on back here. Because you see me right now, you've been hearing some of the content on the podcast, you've been hearing about different topics that I'm harping on now. And you see if you're on social media, you're seeing me put out different kinds of like reels or like educational content or basic things like that. You see me on stories sometimes. But in like the swirl and the mess of life right now in this season, I don't think I've shown all of what's going on. I don't think I've been able to really share all of the behind the scenes of what it's what it takes to leave a profession, grow a business or start a business really, uh, move across the country, finish renovations on a house, find renters for it, like and the holiday season, <laughs> just sprinkle that on top for fun, which I normally love. And I, I've enjoyed this season, but it doesn't feel like Christmas for me because I've, we've just been so busy. I don't even feel like we've slowed down. So I want to talk about this, though, because you know what? I don't know if you can relate to this at all, but there are so many people that I follow and admire and love that have influenced my life so much. But I, why, I wish I could have talked to them when they just started. I wish I could go back to have that conversation so that I, I assume what would happen is I would realize, oh my gosh, this is normal. I'm not alone here. Like this is how nursing felt. It was this exact same feeling where I first started in nursing and I was so confused and I had no idea whether what I was feeling was normal because I was the only new grad on in the ICU at the time. So I couldn't turn to anyone and be like, do you know what you're doing? Because I fucking don't. (laughs) I couldn't turn to anyone and figure out what feelings were normal. Is it normal to doubt that you've that you've chosen the right career or not? Like, is it normal to feel like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have become a nurse. Oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, my God, I'm going to kill someone like all those feelings. That's why I started this podcast, because I wanted to know what was normal. I wanted to know that I wasn't the only one. And that is kind of how I feel about becoming an entrepreneur and starting a business. I don't know what's normal. I I can talk to people in my network that I know. And so that helps a little bit. But I still don't feel like I I know (laughs) what I mean, I don't know what I'm doing, basically. And I just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing and what is normal. Isn't that the isn't that true for like any beginning of anything? We all just feel like chickens with our heads cut off and it hurts and it feels crappy and you want it to end. Like that that's the beginning phase, for me at least. And I'm sure some of you can relate to that. So I honestly I want this episode to be one that I can go back to and be like, oh my gosh, I remember that feeling. I remember how that felt to be that new. Because we forget once we've gotten a few steps ahead, we forget what this felt like. Anyways, so here's what's going down at the moment. I want to just kind of share it all with you so that we can connect and you know what's going on behind the scenes for your host. Because if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you might be a little bit confused. (laughs) So let's talk about it a little bit more than just the surface level that I think I've shared at this point. So Let's where to start. Number one, we are currently still living in our home in Tucson, Arizona, and we have been under renovations for, I don't know, six months now. I think we started in June. It is December, if you're listening to this in real time. And this, these, both of these jobs, the big, huge, humongous jobs, were supposed to take three weeks. (laughs) And here we are. We, 
in the past couple months. So the guy that's working outside, he's stuccoing the outside of our house. And that has taken a insane amount of time. There have been ups and downs. There have been hiccups. We have had to get angry with both of the contractors inside and outside. And that's kind of become my role in this, which has been um, a really interesting experience for me. I have always been really non-confrontational. Tejas is really upset. He's confrontational because there's like a sleigh ride going on outside. Yeah, in Tucson. <laughs> there's like a, a horse-drawn carriage that comes through the neighborhood. It's very cute. But he doesn't like it and he's feeling upset. Um, so if you hear him bark, I'm sorry. But I am, I'm non-confrontational. I don't do conflict very well. But it has gotten to the point with these contractors that it's brought out something in me that I think is actually very useful for me to hone in on as a new entrepreneur. Like I think I do need to build a backbone, like being non-confrontational and being an entrepreneur doesn't, I don't think that goes that well together. Not that you have to be like aggressive and mean, but I do think you have to be able to have really hard conversations and be honest and set boundaries and put your foot down in some in some areas so that you're not walked all over. So it's been a good skill for me to learn, but I am I have become the one that says the hard stuff, that calls them out, that, you know, calls them on the bullshit that they've told us where it's like, I'm gonna finish tomorrow. It's been six months. If any of you have experienced renovations and it's not gone well, please let me know because I just, it's so nice to know that we're not the only ones that have had renovation nightmares, you know? So we've had these guys working on our house. So the outdoor guy is, he's, I think, done now. Like, like literally, he still has to come pick up his ladder, but I think this is it. Like, guys, this is whew, humongous. Our house is not salmon colored anymore. It looked awful. So I'm really excited about that. But it's just taken so long. There's been so many problems. And then our indoor guy was doing the tile, painting everything inside, and was renovating a shower and doing a couple other minor jobs. He was awful. <laughs> we bet we met both of these guys. And honestly, this was a learning experience for us. So I know not to do any of what we've done in the future. This was very important lessons for us to learn. Like, I'm glad that this happened, even though it makes me very angry. I'm so glad that we went through this because we've learned so many lessons. But we found both of these guys and we didn't know a lot. Like, we didn't, like, look into backgrounds a lot, which was a mistake. But we kind of went on our next door app and we're like, hey, does anyone do these these types of jobs? We found them that way. We interviewed a bunch of people, actually, and narrowed in on these guys. They seemed super knowledgeable. They seemed like great people. They seemed like they had a lot of experience. And we were just, I think we were just incorrect <laughs> in our assessment. And I... That one's hard for me because I'm usually a pretty good judge of character. So the outdoor guy, I will say, he is really bad at timelines, but was a nice, was a very nice guy. And he did seem to know what he was doing, at least. The indoor guy um, doesn't, did not know what he was doing. I'm pretty convinced that he had no experience at all and just kind of skated through somehow. So the work that was done was not great. It's better than what we had. We had like literally guys like green carpet that was, I don't know, 20 years old. It was gross carpet and it was stained and it was <laughs> there were like some, you know, historical stains in this in the on that carpet. 
there was like this really great wine stain that went all across this light green carpet because of one of the parties we had where somebody just, you know, dropped wine, of course, red wine. And then there was another one that was great. We had we had a party at the house and we had lit candles because I love candles. So they were all over the house and somebody <laughs> drank enough that he was kind of drunk. And I don't know why he did this, but he stuck his hand in the melted wax of the candle and then kind of like realized what he did and then flung it across the, the carpet so there were like light stains um where I finally got the wax up so it just kind of like cleaned that area of the carpet or something and so it looked horrible so huge improvement we now have porcelain tile um like wood like finish all throughout you guys don't need to know the details but regardless he retiled everything but it, he was so difficult to work with he clearly had a lot of financial issues. He would message us sometimes and be like, can I, you know, get a hundred dollar advance or something because I just need gas to get to your house. Like it was not good. And he didn't, <laughs> he sucked at his job. Basically, none of the tile work is great. There's lots of flaws. He would half finish something and then move on to another room where we're like, no, 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 we need you to actually finish this room completely so that we can move on with our lives. Because we're like trying to move ourselves around this house and make it livable while this is happening. So this has been chaos inside for six six months. We are still in our guest room um, <laughs> at this moment. We had to, so we actually got rid of him. We fired him eventually. It took a very long time. I would have fired him a long time ago, but we had to kind of assess and decide what we wanted to do. We didn't know how bad this would this would go. We actually, he started on the shower. We fired him in the middle of that. And we've had someone else come look at the shower and he didn't do it correctly. So we now have to rip out that work and get it redone by another person. Spend, you know, double the amount that we had intended on um, because we have to redo it all with someone who actually knows what they're doing. And now that we've actually checked someone out and gotten references and really good recommendations, we have a guy that we trust, but we have to redo it all. We have to get all new tile, which we picked like really expensive tile for this shower. Um, we probably won't pick that same tile again. Um, and we've had to redo most of the work ourselves. So these past couple weekends, so so that's one thing, guys, like here's here's me <laughs> pulling back the curtain. You may notice that some of these episodes aren't coming out at the same time they normally do. Part of that's because sometimes I get to Monday and I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot to record an episode because I life is insane. <laughs> like I'm doing this um, the evening before this comes out, which normally I would like to do these far in advance. I usually try and batch or at least plan this out. And that's not what's been happening because of how busy we've been. So anyways, these past couple weekends, we've been doing renovations in our house like ourselves. We've had friends, amazing friends come over. If you followed on Instagram stories, you've seen some of the some of it a little bit behind the scenes. But we've had our friends that have graciously come and helped us who have done their own renovations in their house. So it's been a godsend. Like, thank you so much to all of our friends. They've been incredible people in this. Um, and that has been so helpful. But it's full days on the weekends that we're trying to do this and trying to, I'm trying to help my friend with her business. That's what I'm doing at the moment. That's been extremely overwhelming to try and take on while I'm also trying to build my own business and deal with all these renovations and be ready to move. It's been a lot, guys. Holy crap. Just to talk about it is, um, it's overwhelming. I've been overwhelmed. 
So yeah, just to recap, outdoor guy is I think done. Inside, we are doing our best to finish a lot of the work going on inside. We still have all sorts of new fixtures to hang. We've got furniture to move. We're still finishing pieces of the master bedroom so that we can finally move all the furniture in. All of the stuff that's in the garage is covered in a thick layer of dust at this point. Um, So that all has to get somehow cleaned off. We have to figure out what we're keeping and what we're not. We are uh, renting this house out furnished. So for like short-term rentals or long-term if they want it furnished. But we're kind of thinking about for travel nurses because we are so close to a number of hospitals here in Tucson. If you are a travel nurse, a rental coming your way soon. It's like five minutes from Northwest. So it's a great location and it's a fantastic neighborhood. I love it here. So we're going through the house, figuring out what furniture we're trying to keep, trying to replace and trying to donate. Um, We have to store anything that we don't want to take on our move. And then we're also trying to pack because that's part B, essentially. We are taking off on our nomadic adventure. I'm so excited about it, but it is coming up so fast and we have so much to do. We leave, I think January 13th is the date that we're actually like packing up the U-Haul and taking off, um, which is in less than one month. (laughs) And You've heard all the things that I've just said. Oh, and the shower is going to get done in the beginning of the new year, hopefully. So all this is happening and we have to be ready to move January 13th. We haven't really packed. We still have so much to donate. We're not ready. (laughs) And it's a lot. So that's what we're dealing with right now in terms of our house. And then beyond that, outside of the home, obviously, I am helping my friend with her gym. I'm working on the like social media and marketing side of things. I kind of signed on with her for a two-month period, so November and December, to kind of gain some experience, learn a little bit about the back end about business, help her with her gym because I believe in it so much, and earn a little bit of income as I'm like making the transition. And honestly, that has been far more stressful than I thought that it would be. I think it was maybe a little bit naive of me to not think that that would happen. But for me, when I'm working with somebody else's business, it's really hard for me to focus on my own business instead of theirs. So like the balance between the two has been really challenging because she's paying me. I'm like trying to pour my heart and soul into doing everything I can for her business. But what's happening because of that is that my own business and my own growth as an entrepreneur is being put on the back burner a little bit, which I don't want. That is not my intention. It's just kind of what's happened inadvertently with everything going on. And so we're working on the shift right now. I will be kind of offloading everything um, at the end of December I plan on maybe helping out a little bit in January, but for the most part, starting in the new year, I'm going to be remo- like removing myself from that and moving back into the space where I can pour into my own business and be ready to move, which, holy crud, <laughs> that's it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a little bit overwhelming. So bear with me. If you're on this journey with me and you're watching this happen from behind the scenes, know that this is not easy. <laughs> And I love and I appreciate you guys for being here along for the ride because this is a whirlwind. It's going to be interesting. I can tell you that. Watching all of this unfold is going to be a fascinating journey. It's one that we will be documenting. Um, We wish that we had already started documenting everything and we've been trying to in like little pieces, but we will be starting 
a like a vlog or something or an Instagram account. We haven't quite decided exactly what route we're going to go, but we're going to be chronicling all of our nomadic adventures and living with roommates again and making that adjustment and how we determine the locations we're going to in the back end of all of that, which I think is going to be really really cool to watch. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be coming. Another thing to throw on the plate. Um, And then my business. I am so excited about this, but it is so hard and so confusing and so overwhelming to start a business. One thing that I think people just don't talk about is we see all these entrepreneurs, we see all these coaches, we see everyone, we see them when they're like three steps ahead of the game, like where they've figured it out, they've gotten clients, they're establishing things, and now they're learning to grow. But when before you get to that point, before you get the clients, when you're developing the first program, all of that piece, the back end, the certification piece, all of that is a really confusing place to be. Because I'm learning to take on the identity of being a coach without clients, without paying clients. Like that's a weird place to be because when you first start out, you have no proof of concept. You know when you're on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you're getting ads for fitness coaches, health coaches, life coaches, finance coaches, whatever coach you might be getting ads about or like programs that are coming up on your feed. They usually rely on things like testimonials. They usually tell you like, this has been proven to work on this many women. This is how many people I've helped. This is the formula that I figured it out. Like they get to show you all their proof of concept. They get to show you what's worked, who it's worked for and their story. When you first start, you don't really have that. You have ideas, you have knowledge, you have education you have what's worked for you, you have what's worked for maybe pro bono clients or friends and family, you have those things, but you don't have any proof of concept yet. So when I come to you and I'm like, I have this program, I have this knowledge, I'm offering this, I'm taking on clients, I can't be like, here's what's worked. It's a lot of faith. It's a lot of me showing what knowledge that I have, even without having clients yet. But it's a, it's hard. It's really hard to start. And this is, I guess, that relates to most things, right? It's hard to be a beginner. It's hard to start something. But it's especially hard in a service-based industry where I'm providing you with something, where I'm providing you with a coaching experience. It's really difficult to get started because I can't refer you back to the other people that I've worked with yet. It's weird. But I think it's also a really powerful place to be. Uh, To be able to be a client who starts on the ground floor, to be able to watch and be part of the growth of a program to figure out what works and what doesn't. Like, I think that's a really cool spot to be in. And I'm not just selling it because I want you to, to work with me. I do, of course, if we are a good fit. But I think this is a cool place to be, even though it's really uncomfortable here. I'm going to tell you. Starting a business is not butterflies and rainbows. Like starting coaching is not butterflies and rainbows. You have so many amazing ideas. You have a powerful intention. You have a powerful reason why, but it's not enough to kind of like ignite the flame, to to get the first spark going. And that's what I'm figuring out is how to spark this thing, you know, and it's kind of hard. It's not kind of hard. It's really fucking hard. Because a lot of times you throw a bunch of shit at the wall and you hope something sticks. 
you throw a bunch of things out there and you hope that somebody responds to something. You hope that something clicks with the people that you're talking to. You hope it you hope that somebody might want what you're selling. And it's a really quiet and lonely place in the beginning. Because at first no one has anything to say. And of course they don't, right? Like especially if we look at this space that I'm in right now. I went from a nursing podcast. I went from being a nurse full-time and talking about nursing for the most part on the podcast to suddenly making a pivot because I knew that it was the right move for me. I knew it was aligned to leave the nursing profession in a traditional sense, start coaching full-time and dive into being an entrepreneur and make these huge moves, make huge pivots in our community and in this podcast. So it's not surprising to me that when I suddenly can start to talk about taking on clients and coaching programs and all these things coming out, that at first it's not clicking. Of course not. That makes total sense. But it's still hard to be here in the, in the, in the quiet and in the silence. And if you've ever started something, if you've ever been vulnerable in a space, maybe it's having a hard conversation with someone. Maybe it's being the first one to say, I love you. Maybe it's expressing an idea or a need to someone and not knowing how they'll respond. Like that first move, that first piece of vulnerability and the the quiet that follows is a horrifying place to be sometimes because you just don't know what's going to happen. It can be exhilarating too, but it's uncomfortable because when you sit in the silence, you have to battle with your own internal demons. You have to battle with those feelings of, am I making the right move? Did I say the right thing? Am I doing this right? Is anyone ever going to want what I'm selling? Is anyone ever going to understand the move I'm making? Are they are the person that the people that I love, are they going to respond the way that I hope that they do? Are they going to understand this vulnerable thing that I'm telling them? Are they going to reject me? Are they going to hate me? Like all of those feelings are really uncomfortable. And that's what comes in that time of silence between starting something, being vulnerable, and waiting for a response. Because you just don't know what's landing. You don't know what's happening for other people until they tell you. So if you're in that silent space, if you're in that place between the vulnerability and the response, when you know what the outcome's actually going to be, I feel you. I know it's not comfortable here. That's where I am too, because I'm in the beginning. I'm a newborn baby when it comes to business. And the world is a scary place to be here right now because I don't know what to expect and I don't quite have it figured out. So I'm navigating a space where I'm confused all the time and I'm overwhelmed easily and I'm stressed and anxious, which also can wreak havoc on your health which as a health coach feels a little bit counterintuitive. It feels like I'm the person that's supposed to be the healthy one because that's what we expect of our coaches and like trainers. Like that's what societal expectations say is like, if you're a health coach, you best be healthy. But I want to be the health coach that's like, no, I actually don't have it all figured out, but I do think that we can figure it out together. And here's what's working for me. And here's why I think this might work for you. And I just want to listen to you. I want to be the person that listens to what's going on and can offer you some solutions that might be helpful. I want to be the person that challenges some thoughts that might be going on in your head. 
I want to be the person that challenges the norms of how to take care of yourself. I want to change the way that we look at food and our bodies and exercise and mental health. I want to change those conversations. But that doesn't mean that I have it figured out. It just means I want to have the hard conversations like this one. So this was a lot, as usual, lengthy episode, but I wanted to fill you guys in. There's so much going on. And this season is a time when everyone has a lot going on. I am sure you're overwhelmed. If you are not, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) But the holidays are usually an overwhelming season for all of us regardless because you maybe are working on the holidays. Maybe you have to, it's the end of your quarter and so everything's getting crammed into this next week up until Christmas if you're celebrating Christmas like, or you have a bunch of family crap going on. Maybe you have house renovations like I do or you've got big moves coming up that are exciting but also overwhelming. This season's not easy for any of us. So I hope that if nothing else, you listen to this episode and realize that you are not the only one that is going through some the mud and I'm right here with you. I got you. We're going to make it out. <laughs> we'll make it to the other side and I'm going to be there with you. So just know that you're not alone because sometimes that's all that we need. I know that that's what I need sometimes is to know that I'm not the only one going through the mud. But if you have time, stop where you are, stand in the mud, remember what this chapter feels like, because you're not going to get it back, and savor the moment in the mud. As much as it's uncomfortable, sometimes you get to play in the mud too. Sometimes that part's fun. (laughs) Remember when we were were kids? Like That used to be a fun place to be. So maybe we can embrace this stage like just a little bit. It doesn't have to be our favorite. It's not mine, let me tell you. But that doesn't mean we can't get something out of this. So if you're in the mud with me, take a second and savor where you are. Savor the sinking feeling in your feet because you're going to be out of it soon and you're going to forget what this feels like. So savor it and also savor the fact that this is the holiday season. It might be overwhelming. It may be extremely stressful, but it can also be a really powerful time of reflection. It can be a powerful time of connection so if we can, like, let's, let's savor that too, even if we're also overwhelmed. Take a moment. I encourage you to do that. I'm going to work on that too this week because we are leading up to Christmas. It's coming. So we might as well enjoy it at least a little bit, even if we're stuck in the mud. So I love you guys. I'm rooting for you. I hope that this episode was at least like just a little bit helpful. And I hope you know that I'm always going to be this honest with you and transparent with you and that I'm just another human on the other side of this microphone. I hope that you never think that I have it all figured out because I'm always going to be here in the trenches with you figuring out this life, experimenting, going through the crap and trying to come out the other side a better person. If nobody else tells you today, you are doing an incredible job. I see you And I'm proud of you for every little thing that you're doing, even if you don't feel like you're doing enough. You are. You are enough. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm rooting for you. And I hope that you have a really great week leading up to your holiday. See you next time. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. 
If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley Osho so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.